Hey there, my name is Tyler Morningstar, and I'm here with my co-host and mom, Carrie Morningstar. This is the Selling Fort Wayne podcast. This podcast is focused on all things real estate related in and around the Fort Wayne area. We'll also touch on some community events and some community outreach as well. Thank you for taking the time to listen. Now, let's dive into today's episode. Hi there, welcome to Selling Fort Wayne podcast with myself, Tyler Morningstar, and my co-host, his mother, Carrie Morningstar. And let's get this just taken care of right off the bat. You can reach me at 260-410-8294. Feel free to call me anytime. My number is available 24-7. Thank you, Tyler. What's happening today? Hey, I'll be the humble one and we'll talk about me later. Right now, we're going to talk about our guest. Oh, yeah. Hi, Blakey. Hi, how are you? What were you, what were you calling him? Chubby Ninja. <laughs> That's his new handle name now. Yeah, look for him on TikTok under Cat-like Chubby reflexes. Ninja. Actually, yeah. don't do that. We'll have Michael, all. Michael, we're just kidding. We'll, yeah, you but leave my number that. up first. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have all Blake's information and links in our show notes uh, wherever you get your podcast. But Blake is in here today. We thought it'd be helpful to. Who is Blake? Well, hold, hold on here. I'm going to explain all that stuff. Okay, I thought you were being rude and forgetting his last name. Hey, at least I wasn't on my phone half the time. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. So Blake is going to give us some tips for homeowners. Now, Blake is the owner. Blake and his wife, Kelly, are the owners of National Property Inspections. And they're actually a sponsor of our show. Yep. Thank you, Blake. Thank you, Kelly. <laughs> Um, they are our only sponsor of our show, but we are very grateful to them for doing that. Um, Thank you, Blake. Thank you, Kelly. Can I get the round of applause again, please? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, now we have sound effects on this show. We're really improving. Uh, anyway, Blake is a home inspector. He does a phenomenal job. I use him for 99.9% of all home inspections, um, and I suggest you do the same. But he is here to give us some tips on... For how to take care of your house, right? Just do some tips on some things, right. whether it's wintertime, summertime, whatever it may yep. be. Just some thoughtful stuff. And I have some uh, energy uh, saving tips. Yeah, as well. there you go. Just some stuff that he thought would be worthwhile to share for homeowners that you may not know. So, Blake, take it away. Wait, Blake, I have to, I want to mention something real quick. You had something on, I don't know, one of the social medias that I saw, and I thought it was really interesting because I think people forget about this all the time, and that's cleaning out your sewer um, from this, you know, from your pipe from outside in. Things will back up in a bathtub or a washing machine and they'll go, hey, something's happening here. And it's usually because there's things in that sewer pipe. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about that, will you? Uh, so it's, you know, I recommend the sewer drain line inspections. And a lot of times it's trees in the front yard and roots and stuff like that are the main cause of like blockage in your drain line. Is that included in your inspection or is that is, something extra? It is not. It's an extra service. And what does that cost? So a standalone sewer inspections like three hundred and fifty dollars, but with the home inspections, we actually charge half price since we're already there. What do you do? Um, but how does the inspection work? So I have a camera that mm-hmm. runs down the length of the pipe. It runs from the outside of the house all the way down to like the city main, and make sure the line's okay. Is that something you would suggest once a year, tw- or tw- you know, every other year, five years? How? How? What? Mm. What would be the timeline on that? I guess there's really no like true timeline on it. 
but I would say if you're buying a house, it's definitely a good idea. And then, I don't know, maybe every few years just to make sure, especially if you have trees and stuff in the front yard, just to make sure. Is it a PVC pipe? Not always. So the newer homes, yes. But there is old, like, cast iron. There's uh, old clay pipes. There's all sorts. Of, it varies just depending on the age of the home. Is it normally tree roots that block that, or is there other things that could be blocking it as well? I mean, it could be even new construction when they put the yard and stuff in, the heavy equipment with the vibrations and stuff. The pipes can come apart as well. So, so this this happened at my old house, and there's no trees in the front yard. Okay, yeah. And we had Rotorooter come out because it was probably 10 o'clock at night, and all the toilets started to back up, and mm. even came through the shower. Oh, yeah. So he opened up the clean-out, and... The problem was these flushable wipes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll... So, mm -hmm. note to self, the flushable <laughs> wipes are not flushable. Don't use them. Don't. Well, you can use them, but don't put them in the toilet and flush them. If they make it to the city main, it's fine. Yeah. But if, they, if there's out. any sort of blockage, yeah, the, they'll build up and it'll... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all problems. And definitely don't use those with septics or grinders. Big time. Do not do that. All right. Now, Blake, we'll go on to your okay. other tips. I just thought that that was really interesting because no, good. a lot of people don't realize that you should clean that out. Yeah. You know, so thank you for um, telling yeah. us and sharing about that. And it's not just city sewer, the septic tanks. So that's the line from the house to the tank that should be checked periodically too. Because if you have a septic inspection or that tank gets pumped out, that line from your house to the tank isn't checked. Oh, really? Um, I didn't yeah, know so that. Yeah, so the tank is cleaned and they check the tank. They don't check the line from your house to the tank. So that's, it's not just city sewer that should be checked. It's Is that also the same cost that yeah. for a septic for you yep. as well? Oh, good to know. Thank you so much for telling us about that. I'm an old dinosaur and you still <laughs> learn new tricks. <laughs> so yeah, I guess today I was just going to talk a little bit about some energy saving tips and uh, just some kind of like home maintenance type stuff as we go into winter. Let's do it. Blake, what would be some of the items you would suggest for energy efficiency? Uh, energy efficiency? Uh Programmable thermostats are very helpful. You can change it if you're going to be gone for a long period of time. You can have it to where it's programmed to be not running as much while you're gone. I want to jump in on that. Yeah. Sometimes people think, like, if you have comfort issues in your house or mm -hmm. there's a draft, they think, oh, I'll get a, a programmable thermostat and it's going to take care of it. And that's not always true. You should call an HVAC company and have them balance your system. Yeah. Because a lot of times people don't even know that that's a thing, that they can balance it out and it makes it way better. So just a little FYI out there. During the winter, it's always recommended to have your blinds open because that will actually, with their sunlight, will help heat your house, cut down on some of your energy costs. You know, another thing about that too, Blake, I had somebody tell me with this with a window company. They said a lot of people would think that if they keep their blinds down, you know, it's keeping the cold out. But in actuality, it's not, it's hurting the windows because that's mm -hmm. what can cause condensation. Even if you have high efficiency windows or it's a brand new house, but when it needs to breathe and if you keep the blinds down, you know, then people will say, hey, well, why do I have frost on my window or why, why is that? And that's, he told me that's typically what it is. And your windows rot. And I would say going with that, though, the condensation can build up enough to where your, your wood trim and stuff can start to get damaged. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of people want to keep their blinds closed all the way down. At least, you know, leave a gap and let some airflow in there just so it can breathe. Okay. Yeah. Well, what are some of your other suggestions, please? Switching to energy-efficient light bulbs, like LED bulbs. I mean, it's going to cost a little more up front, but over a long period of time, they usually last longer and they pull, you know, 
a fraction of the mm-hmm. of the power that you know an incandescent bulb would. It's always suggested to turn off lights and unplug uh, unused appliances. Really, when, unplugging appliances? Why would that be less um, energy, people? Because it's called vampire energy. Um, it can still pull power. Like a, uh, I'm I'm bad at it. Uh, I have out in my garage. I have battery chargers for my tools, and I leave those plugged in, and the light's still flashing on there, so it's still pulling power. Um, be it's dog still being on. used. And even fo- even phone chargers and stuff, the little cubes, that mm-hmm. still has power running through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're learning all kinds of stuff today. I am, but I'm also oh, lazy going around plugging everything back <laughs> in. I think I'm kind of lazy. So I a hope suggestion, it's not that much. A suggestion for that is to use power strips, and you can just flip the switch on the power on the power strip to have multiple things in one spot. Blake, that's why we love you. <laughs> You're so smart. All I want for my birthday is power strips. Kids, yeah. Don't worry. You'll have a whole don't be running like daisy chains with them or anything like that. We have a whole basket of power strips for you. Yay. <laughs> no um, Mickey Mouse either. Uh, suggesting washing your clothes with cold water, especially for large families. You know, the more your water heater runs and everything like that, it's going to, you know, whether it's gas or electric, it's going to pull more pull more of that power and you're going to use more energy, I guess. And in regards to that, I just had a guy come out and look at my wash machine because when I would put it on hot, the breaker would go. So he came out and looked. It was something within my panel. Hmm. But he said, I just wanted to tell you this. Even when you put hot, hot in your wash machine, it doesn't get as hot as you think. He said, you're better off just to always leave it at warm if you're going to do, you know, warm clothes, just to leave it at warm and leave hot off. Because he said there's really a smaller amount of difference. Does yours have a sanitation feature on it? Because I think the sanitation one gets really hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the self-clean, yeah. is that what you're talking about? Well, Or like, is there, I guess there's different So mine, now mine has the self-clean, mm-hmm. but also has a sanitation. Okay. So like... You know, if my two-year-old has a blowout and it goes all over his PJs, right. you throw the PJs in there and put on sanitize. Okay. And I don't have a front loader. Mine's a top loader, and I don't think I have that option. So mm. you got that, that bougie. Washer. She's got the she's got the she's got the speed queen. <laughs> she has the speed queen. Well, that's her, that's her uh, Twitter handle. Speed Queen. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got Chubby Ninja. We've got Speed Queen. And I need to get, I'll have to earn one here as we continue yeah, to talk. We'll figure that out. Well, that's good to know, Blake. Thank you for that tip as well because I am learning some things today. That's the whole point why we're here. Keep going. These um, are good. Keeping up with routine maintenance on your HVAC system, uh, like cleaning your filter or not cleaning your filter, replacing your filter every you know, it depends on the size of the filter. They say three to six months. I always recommend three months. Uh, depending on if you have pets and everything, you know, it can get clogged up faster. And that will affect the efficiency of your HVAC system. So we learned something interesting with Adam Ross a couple shows ago. Mm. Did you listen to it? No, I have not yet. Come on, Blake. I know, I know. And he's a sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. He, uh, he said... That like if you have a basement, right? Traditionally, if you have a basement, you run a dehumidifier down there, right? right? But he said in the wintertime when your furnace is running, you can turn that off because the furnace acts as a dehumidifier. Right, was, yeah, because really it dries cool. the yeah. air. Yeah, didn't know that. It's a little tidbit in case any of you also are like Blake and didn't listen to our last show. <laughs> I'm sure you would have to keep your hum- the humidifier that's attached or your air guard or something on the a furnace as well. Their filters are keeping those clean too. Yeah. Okay. And probably have them serviced once a year. Yes. Right? I always recommend in the fall, as we go into fall, have your furnace serviced, and then in the spring, have your air conditioner serviced. Mm -hmm. 
How do they clean an air conditioning condenser outside? Do so, they get all the leaves and stuff out of there, or how does that work? A lot of times, the leaves, yeah, they'll they'll try to clean the leaves out. They'll take the cover off, and they'll get the leaves out of there. Um, and they use, a, it's called coil spray, and they'll spray it off, and it basically eats all the mildew and algae and buildup on the outside of the coil, and allowing it to breathe better. And they put gauges on the uh, refrigerant lines to make sure that that's actually at the proper level and functioning properly. I bought a cover mm. for my condenser. I thought that would be, you know, I have no idea what's going to matter, but I thought right. over the course of like a decade, hopefully that makes it last a little longer. Yeah. In the winter, it's covered. Yeah. So we'll that's see. That's not a bad bad idea because it keeps, you know, all the moisture, all the snow and everything from He just wants rusting. kudos from Blake. <laughs> he just wants Blake to say, you're doing so good, Tyler. No, that's, Thanks, that's a great Appreciate idea. It. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> all right, let's keep going. Going back to the water heater thing, um, it's always best to keep your water heater at a lower temperature. You know, that's suggested between 120 and 130 degrees Fahrenheit. That sounds that's good. low. That to me is well, low. I, I need to have 210. What? <laughs> <laughs> Two degrees below boiling? <laughs> <laughs> well, it'll look like a red lobster when I'm done. <laughs> That's that sanitation one you're talking about. Jeez. I've I've had people ask me because they have older homes, what about when they put plastic inside the windows? You know, because they're older homes and they have, you know, the either uh, you know, the separate storm. Drafty window. Yeah, and it's drafty and there's this little rubber foam thing you can put around and then you put the you know plastic in and they can staple it in. Does that help at all, do you think? I think that'll help with the drafts that they're probably having with the older windows. But that's about but it. But like we talked about before, the condensation and that window not breathing is going to cause more issues. Well, and the temperature would still bleed through. Them. Oh, yeah. It, wouldn't, yeah, it's, it doesn't blow it's through gonna, it, If you have a wind blowing through the window, you probably need a new window. The thermostat, if you have a programmable thermostat or if you don't, please have a professional HVAC contractor install that. A lot of times people will try to install them themselves and it's not as easy as someone might think. Yeah. Period. That, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not talk to text, my bad. <laughs> I have to tell you, I have a, a pro, programmable, programmable thermostat. It's complicated. It is. There are so many things on this thing that I don't even I don't even do anything. That's why you have your HVAC contractor there, and you have them set it up with you, mm-hmm. and they basically have it set up. They'll ask you like, "Hey, during this time to this time, like you can get it all set up and let it go and forget about it." So, I always suggest going into winter if you don't have a backup generator, get one, and to start that and your snowblower, and make sure that they're both running, you know, kind of around the same time of year. That way, when the time comes that you need it you know that it's going to run. Yeah, sure. Um, and always invest in like a portable heater. So heaven forbid your power goes out, we have an ice storm and somebody can't get there to fix it. You can at least have a generator with a portable heater to huddle up in like a single room. You know, everybody can sleep in there for the night until your heat can be fixed. Yeah. Anything for like... like I have a question for you. Okay. It's not so much related to energy efficiency or so forth, but... I started to develop a leak in my roof at my old house. Mm-hmm. And someone said, well, you you have your water's damming up. And I'm like, what does that mean? My water's damming up. And they said from the gutter, mm-hmm. it, had, it had frozen over and it was going up underneath the laps of or the, the, the roof shingles. And that's called damming. Yeah, ice dams. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. there any way to prevent that? 
or how would you get rid of that? Because like I was up there trying to pour hot water and it made it worse actually because <laughs> right. all of a sudden I look up and like the stain in the ceiling got bigger. And so how would how would you, you fix you got up on your roof in the winter time? Yeah, I put a I put a ladder Why up. didn't you call Banneri? You never come over anyways. You go <laughs> you never come over. Anyway, so how how would you fix that? Um the easiest thing to do is when when it's happening, like if there's snowfall or whatever before it starts to melt, try to clear your gutters out or clear like the lower edge of your roof off, the snow off of it. Which I know doesn't sound very easy. No, I did. But, and I took like a hammer and was breaking up the ice, trying to get it, you know, get it away. But I ended up having damage and I ended up having mm -hmm. to have somebody come and fix it and fix the ceiling and so forth. I was just, is there any way to prevent that? I don't think so, honestly. I mean, okay. as long as your gutters are flowing properly, hopefully that stuff is melting and going out of your gutters. Okay. Right? Or if your gutters are backed up or your downspouts are backed up, then that's when the water forms inside the gutter and then freezes up underneath that shingle okay um, but it, snow should should come down off of there um, any ice the ice that's built up is after the fact like if your snow is up there and it's melting then it's turned into ice so, so it doesn't to, have anything to do with the shingle not being down correctly no. or anything like that mm -mm. it's not a roofing air or anything nope. like that it's just a matter of because water takes the least path of resistance yes Okay, good to know. All right, thank you. Yeah, so just, I mean, keep an eye on during snowfall or like ice storms, keep an eye on those areas. Yeah, because oh. it can happen anywhere. Right. But they use they use proper flashing and they use ice and water shield to hopefully present, prevent some of that um, water from getting back up underneath there. Yeah, well, I had an older house. I don't think yeah, it had that on it. Yeah, the older house probably didn't have the ice and water yeah, shield. Right. All right, that's good to know. What's your thoughts about this? The salt that they have out there is that safe for your driveway or would you use bird seed or would you use something like that to, you know, for people coming to your house and you're afraid that it's kind of icy, you know, they have that salt yeah. that melts quick. Is that good for your driveway or sidewalks or what's your thoughts about that? So they have the, the other, like the biodegradable eco-friendly type that's mm -hmm. safe for pets and it doesn't hurt your driveway. The, okay. pr the problem is it eats through the sealant in your concrete. And then it starts to pit. Even the new one? The, the eco-friendly stuff does not. Okay. But yeah, the original like heat driveway salt stuff, yeah, that would not be. It's, it's just like normal salt. It's going to eat, eat through that coating. I've had people say, well, use bird seed. Or, yeah, you know, sand. Yeah. Which, I mean, that's, they're starting to use that on the roads because it's cheaper. But That's um, just such you a could pain always, to clean up. Oh, sand. Yeah. But, um, that you know, it's better think, than uh, someone suing you with a broken bone. Is, is vinegar, I've heard of vinegar potentially, if you, know, you dilute that. Now that you um, mention that, you know, um, one year for Christmas, because the kids were parking their cars outside, I made this solution I found on the internet. I think it was water and rubbing alcohol and something, and you sprayed it on, <clears throat> excuse me, and the ice came right off the yeah. windshield. So once the spring starts happening, Blake, are there anything, any ideas that you have in regards to spring that somebody should think about like doing? I know you had mentioned about getting your your uh, furnace or no, that would be your air and it has air to be like 60 degrees or something like mm -hmm. that before they can really check it. Are there other things that you would suggest? You know, you were talking about this biogradable um, salt. Should you rinse off your driveway or power wash it off just to make sure or what's... I mean, I think a good like good spring maintenance is you know pressure washing basically your whole house if you if you want. 
Now I've heard um, something about that. Some I I hired a pressure washer to come out and do my house, and he said you don't want to do the house because the water is so forceful, and it gets in behind the vinyl siding. It can cause mold. Have right, you ever heard of that? Well, if you're shooting it up, yeah, because the the vinyl overlaps over the top. So if you point your nozzle downward, it'll deflect off just like the rain does. Okay, good to know. Um, and just use a lower <laughs> pressure. So something that was washer. new to me that I didn't know existed was you can wash your roof. Yeah, I did. I didn't know that um, was a thing. And it's do your research on that though. Yeah, because there's some chemicals out there that are like the driveway salt. You know, they go down into your downspouts and they go into your yard, and your yard doesn't do well. You know, I think it's always just common knowledge with what you're telling us today, Blake. Is that gutters keeping your gutters clean, whether no matter mm. what time of year it is was really important because even when the gutters come down at the end you should have some sort of extension because yes. if you've got a basement or anything or even if you have a slab because sometimes i've seen when um there's been heat ducts in the slab and then they're getting water in their slabs mm -hmm. so i think anytime you keep wouldn't you say that that's probably your number one thing and just like you're talking about your sewer cleanouts yeah. and you're getting your furnace and central air cleaned and service and plus doing that will you know, extend the lifetime of those mechanicals too. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have a question for you in regards to gutters. Mm. Have um, I see after a couple of years, like the slopes aren't right with the gutters anymore, and people say, "Well, hey, you know, my gutters are overflowing or something." Is that a pretty easy fix that a homeowner could do, or you know, to get the slope of the gutter right, or should they call out a gutter person? I guess it depends. If it's just normal wear, then yeah, some of the anchors and stuff might just need you know, kind of put back in place. But if it's like damage from, like you said, the ice and stuff sliding off your roof, it could be more extensive. You might need a gutter contractor. To get the slope correct? Yeah. It just depends on the extent of the damage, I guess. Good to know. <laughs> well, Blake, thank you for coming. A lot of good, useful information for homeowners. And Blake is the guy for any type of home inspection or sewer inspection. He is the man to call. I, we had Blake on before one of our first episodes one thing that Blake's company does that's really unique is you do offer the six-month warranty. Mm -hmm. And again, for people who aren't familiar with that, will you kind of go into that for listeners, explain that for them, how that works? So it's a free service with any whole home inspection. Um, and basically anything that I would mark as acceptable in the home inspection, if there's an issue with that within six months, um, you'd contact me and we could run it through the warranty department to see exactly what would be covered with that. Michael, we're going to add this one in. Hey, Blake, with windows. Yes. Do you think it's um, imperative that people clean out their window, like the windowsill, if they have crank out windows or something, or casement windows? And what are the, a lot of people don't understand what the little weeping holes are, that those need to be cleaned out as well, so your windows maintain their integrity. Can you tell a little bit about that too? Okay, yeah. So it's important to clean the windows. Um, so that debris doesn't fill those holes because those are basically weep holes and any kind of moisture that's been in there or around the window or behind it, it allows the water to drain out. Similar to weep holes in brick uh, walls. They put weep holes in there so any moisture drains out. So how do they... a sad name. I know, weep hole. Yeah, weep It's in. basically like a wick, like a, yeah. it's a cloth. A lot of times it's a cloth wick that runs up there and lets it drain. How, for, the, for the brick, but how do they clean out the weep hole of the window? Um, yeah, that's a good question because they're not very big. 
Yeah, I mean, um, how do you do that? Because I had somebody um, in a home inspection, they had the old wood pillow windows, and the inspector said, well, nobody cleaned out the weeping holes and nobody cleaned like underneath the sill, mm-hmm. you know, because they'd open and close it with the moisture right. or the sill part where you open it up. And, and, and uh, honestly, I would think that, well, not with a vinyl window so much. And so I heard that even <laughs> that can happen with wood double-hung windows as well. So I I always wondered, because now that you're here, I'm going to corner you because I have those wood windows. Do I take a Q-tip and stick it in there or what do I do? Yeah, you could even get like, you know, an old school pipe cleaners and stuff and kind of shove in there. Oh, I have Um, some. Or like, uh, you know, the new metal straws, they make the straw cleaners. Something with a little bit of a brush, you could almost get get a a can of that air. Yeah, you could use like to clean appliances or, I mean, if you have an air compressor, you can run some you know, forced air up there. And the other thing we didn't talk about is making sure that your dryer vent is cleaned out. Yes. And I wanted to go back, uh, your chimney, if you have a wood burning chimney or even a gas chimney, if it's a true chimney that has a flue that exits to the roof, you should have that inspected and checked yearly as well. Yearly. Why would, just because birds can get in there or what? Birds or any kind of moisture. I mean, anything can get in there. In regards to the dryer vent. Mm-hmm. I've heard where people can put up like their weed blow, you know, air blower or whatever, and you can blow it out or something. But like the home that I live in had several elbows mm-hmm. to get outside. And so I had to hire someone. Okay. And um, it was amazing because it was cleaned out two years ago. I lived there for two years and it was amazing how much lint and dust came out. It, I, because yeah. I, I don't know if most of you know this or not, but I suffered a fire in 2019. So now I'm much more conscientious of what could start a fire. Mm-hmm. And when they showed me all the stuff that came out just in two years, you know, and there's not, I'm not washing for many. I was just like, oh my gosh, you know? Yeah. And uh, he said, I would suggest you get this done every year. Yeah. So that, I think that would be a very good, and, and then good I, I noticed too, my dryer was drying faster, mm-hmm. you know, so, and also he took apart the little vent inside my dryer and cleaned that all out and uh, it was drying much better as well. So they, they sell those brushes that you can put on a drill to clean it out yourself on Amazon, just like a rod it attaches, each rod attaches, and then there's a brush on the end and you just run it into your dryer vent. And it'll, you know, as you pull it out, all that stuff will just fly out everywhere. She's not gonna do that. That's yeah, what but we you did know with what? ours. I was buy one, and then we could share it because you they're pretty cheap. It's like twenty, thirty bucks. I don't have a drill anymore. And you can get it as long as you want. Thanks for coming, Blake. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> no, if you again, Blake is one of the best home inspectors, and you know nothing I like about. Your home inspections are, they're very easy to navigate. You just look on the left side, you got the orange, you got the red. It's very simple to figure out what's going on. Blake does a really good job, and his wife Kelly, she's on the ball. She's great. Uh, if you need a home inspection or a sewer inspection, he's the guy to call. He's, he does a really good job. Hey, Blake, thanks for coming today. As always, you give us a wealth of information, and as I said, this old dinosaur learns new tricks every day when you come around because you tell me something new, and I find that very exciting. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast because um, I think these types of tips we don't think about every day, and those are things that really affect us every day. Uh, One last thing, Blake, will you let people know how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, so our phone number is 260-705-9835, and the name of our company is National Property Inspections. 
Our website is NPI Web. All his information will be in our show notes. So if you want to find his, his contact information, everything will be down there in the show notes. Blake, I also want to let everyone know that you are a veteran Mm. and have supported our country and supported our freedoms. And that's another reason to support you. So thank you for very much for all your service and the things that you've done for our country. And then, of course, for our inspections. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Thanks for listening. 